0: Welcome to the Prince of Peace podcast. We're here to grow in faith, connect in community, and serve the world. Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Grace, peace, and joy be unto you from God the Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen. Advent and hope are two words that we often pair together But some years, it's easier to make that connection than others. Years like this one, when we're watching a tragic conflict play out in the land we call holy, it's the latest in a relentless cycle of conflict there. We see conflict in the holy land and know that there are global implications as well, We know that even before this latest round of violence in Israel and Palestine, there was already a global conflict playing out in the Ukraine. All of this comes together in a general sense of dis-ease and wonderment about the future. It certainly does not feel like we're coming closer to the fulfillment of God's promises as we watch this play out, and so we wonder how long. Throughout this Advent season, here at Prince of Peace, we're focusing on God's promises to Mary as she sings out her song, the Magnificat. And these words are a balm to our ears that continue to take in so much negativity from day to day. And the words are so much more encouraging when we hear them in the context of all of the challenges that Mary knew in her life. To start with our other lessons for today, we begin with the prophet Isaiah who cries out in anguish over the destruction that has come to Judah and led the people into exile in Babylon. From that period, period the Israelites have continued then to have setback after setback, leading them to Mary's time living under brutal Roman occupation. Mark's gospel undoubtedly is influenced by the desolation that has come in Mark's time as the temple is once again destroyed by the Romans and so much seems lost. How long, O Lord? All of this was undoubtedly on Luke's mind as well as he tells the story of Mary's faithfulness and hope in the words of the Magnificat. It speaks to Mary's and Luke's trust in the God who promises to save us, mercy for those who fear him. Martin Luther thought a lot about this exchange between Mary and the angel as well. He wrote one of his most famous sermons on the Magnificat, and he talks about Mary's response to the angel. Living in his own time period of great turmoil, Luther recognized the power and promise of these words of Mary. In his sermon on the Magnificat, he says that there are several miracles happening here in the story. First of all, Mary's pregnancy, then the incarnation of the living God, but Luther says the greatest miracle of the story is that Mary believed that it was happening through her. Luther recognized that the inspiration of the story is not in Mary's elevation as supermom. No, the inspiration of the story is in her very lowliness. Luke continually points to God's coming into our lowly estate, which is the ultimate word of hope in the midst of the times of despair and pain. Mary is blessed, not because she is some super pious mom that has it all figured out. No, Mary is blessed because God is there, working through her to bring hope and mercy to a broken world. And Luke recognizes that this is all leading to the greatest story of humiliation and loss as Jesus is brought to the absolute bottom only to be raised up on the third day. Death and despair will never have the last word because love and life win. We hear in Mary's song the depth of the faith and resolve that she has given in her encounter with God. Not all is right with the world, but God is here, the maker and creator of all things. And so she can see a clear path forward. It doesn't seem so clear in the moment, but she knows where it is ending. It's always ending in the presence of God and the goodness and the light of God shining in the darkness. And so she knows God is with her. And because of his presence, it is enough. And so she sings and she dances for joy. Luke tells the story with the same resolve because of Luke's own encounter with Christ. Things may be bleak in this world, but Luke knows that Jesus is his Savior. And in that knowledge, he was blessed beyond all blessings, for in the midst of pain and despair in this world, God was listening to their prayers. And it was into such situations of hopelessness and helplessness that his almighty power was born. And so it's there that God leaves God's treasure in Mary and in all of us as Christ is born again anew. In the Advent season, we talk a lot about preparing. But as we travel through this season, we need to ask ourselves a critical question. What is it that we are preparing for? Are we simply waiting for the Christmas holiday, or are we preparing ourselves for the transformational power of God's love to be at work in our lives through Christ Jesus? Are we preparing ourselves to be caught up in the peace of God which surpasses all of our understanding that comes to us in the Christ child of Christmas? Advent is about more than complacent waiting. Advent is about reorienting our lives in the waters of baptism. It's about living with the gospel hope infused into our very being that has made us new and whole through the transforming power of the resurrection. Advent is a time that reminds us that what we are preparing for is the very coming of the kingdom of God. In the season of anticipation and preparation, we're reminded of this vision of the great feast that is to come that must be the vision that shapes how we look at this world. There's much to be negative about as we look around the world. We can look across the ocean, but we can look here in our own backyard as well. How sad it is that Our cultural response to a global conflict abroad is to stir up more hate towards those that we associate with the conflict. Anti-Semitic and anti-Muslim attacks are up across our country and across the world. Three Palestinian young adults shot walking home from a bowling party on a Thanksgiving weekend afternoon. In Dublin, Ireland, there was also an attack over Thanksgiving weekend. Several children and an adult were attacked by someone wielding a knife. It was a terrible incident, but there were two very different responses there in Ireland to the attack. There was a right-wing media outlet that started making claims linking the incident to immigrants in Ireland and calling for people to riot in the streets against immigration, and they did, spreading disinformation, linking the attack to innocent individuals. Yet there were others that recognized the fallacy of this anti-immigrant narrative that was being fomented, and instead they recognized that four of the six people that intervened to stop the attack were in fact themselves immigrants. The man who did the most to intervene is an immigrant from Brazil. And someone started a GoFundMe Page to buy that man a proverbial pint to say thanks for being a good Samaritan that day, and so far, over 34,000 people have bought him a pint, raising over $400,000. He since pledged to help the family of the young girl most severely injured in whatever way that he can. One person commenting on the page said, "Ireland has a long history of both emigration and immigration." And as part of who we are here in Ireland, she says, our identity, our tradition, our culture, as well as our huge global diaspora. We of all people know the significance, the struggles, the challenges of being an emigrant, the discrimination faced, the opportunities for better lives sought. We need to stand in solidarity with everyone who comes to our shores seeking new lives and new challenges, and we need to recognize the immense contribution immigrants make to our communities, including risking their lives as this man did. Embracing migrants is part of our Irish identity, she says. Anyone who claims otherwise, anyone who says Ireland is full and tries to close our doors doesn't know our history, doesn't know our culture, and doesn't know the very foundations that the state was built on. We celebrate our own immigration story here at Prince of Peace today. When a mother laden with child needed a safe place to come with her family last year, this community stepped up and provided that place. And I know that it was a gift greatly appreciated by the family, but it's also been such a blessing to us to welcome our refugee family from Ukraine. They didn't just come to stay here, they came to be an important part of our community over this last year. Yes, we see so much that is broken in the world around us, but that does not mean that we lose hope. Like Mary, like Anna, with life growing within them, we sense that life is growing within this earth the fulfillment of God's promises, not yet fully revealed, but on the way for certain through the death and resurrection of Jesus. And so we stay close to the one who promises to show us mercy and to bring healing and wholeness through the outpouring of God's love upon us. We hear the words of Mark's gospel for today. Mark reminds the community of the words of Jesus, keep awake. The same words of Gethsemane, keep awake. Do not fall asleep on the kingdom. Do not give in to the cynical, nihilistic view of the creation that our humanity will concoct. Keep awake. Trust the resurrection promises of new life coming out of despair. Keep awake and trust in the hope and peace of of the kingdom of God and act on these promises of hope. Buy the proverbial pint instead of the seeds of hate and isolation. Join us in supporting our Advent mission projects that sow seeds of Advent hope and promise in the world around us. Advent is not just sitting around waiting for a holiday. It's preparing preparing because the Christ child is coming and the kingdom is coming too. So we join in Mary's song of faith in the God who keeps God's promises that harkens back to Isaiah and the prophets of old who hoped when the world seemed beyond hope. So together with the saints and the prophets before us, The song goes on through the assurance of the resurrection of Jesus. And so we sing in this season, his is no earthly kingdom. It comes from heaven above. His rule is peace and freedom and justice, truth and love. So let your praise be sounding for kindness so abounding. Hosanna to the Lord for he fulfills God's word. Amen.